Welcome to Juana TV, a podcast exploring community through culture and cannabis. If you're not familiar with our brand, you can visit our official site, which we'll drop in the chat and explore our blog, shop our merch and preview, um, I'm sorry, and view previous episodes of our podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by JP Marie Pro, helping us bring our stories to life in this virtual space. And today's guest was featured in volume one, issue three of our zine. Um, I don't remember how I came across her Instagram page, but I, you know, it's a, you know, your typical social media love story. Um, but I'd been following Tanya Gonzalez for a while and I um, came up with this idea for a story in the issue um, that was about why it's so hard for us to stick to our New Year's resolutions, um, just like the science behind the hype and the almost immediately fall after the new year. But um, once I spoke with her and we did our thing, it turned into something much better and more impactful than I thought it could than I imagined it could be. Um, it was a piece about the power of self-awareness. And it was still in line with the message that I was trying to convey, but it was so much more than I could have ever imagined. It was something that I needed for myself personally, even at that time. Um, and one of my favorite quotes actually from the article is, most people think that prosperity is getting what you want, but it's not. It's the experience that is prosperous. You're either doing it or you're not. There is no trying. You can keep reading books about it, but until you apply it in your daily life, it's all just talk. And where I was in my life then, and sometimes even where I find myself now, um, those words uh, stuck with me and so many more of her, even more than the words, it was just her vibe stuck with me. Um, and that's not something that you get from everyone, but I could go on and on. Um, I'll never forget just how warm she made me feel even over the phone. Um, and just because you're a psychic or you're an intuitive person doesn't mean that you have a way with words. And sometimes there are some messages that you have for people that they may not necessarily like, um, but she has a way with words as well as a message. And that's not something everyone is gifted with either. So um, she's an international best-selling author, a life coach. She was voted number three psychic in the world. And I'm sure living near a beach has something to do with why she's so happy and in tune with herself in the world. But everyone, please welcome Tanya Gonzalez. Hello, beloveds. Thank you so much, Rachel, for having me on. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? How is, how's your year? How's your day? I know we were, before the show, you were telling me about your kitten, which now you got me all over here in my feels about kittens. <laughs> oh yes, I'm the queen of cats in my whole neighborhood. Everybody knows I'm the cat queen. So yes, we just got a new baby kitten to start out this new year. And it's so perfect for the new year, that energy of new, and you know innocence and you know kind of rebirth and death you know and so it's really it's really an amazing analogy of what 2021 is all about so yeah thank you so much for having me on i love it thanks i appreciate it sorry i was having some technical difficulties over there but no worries we here so speaking of new year new vibe um first of all we're in the age of Aquarius. What does that even mean? There's a new moon. 
Like, yes. what is, can you please talk to us about that? Give me more insight. I know that new moons usually are associated with new beginnings, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that also the age of Aquarius is something that only happens every few thousands of years. So what's happening in the stars right now in yeah. all of our new year? Yeah, you know, it really kicked off on December 21st, that magical day. Um, last month. And so many people felt that on the uh, winter solstice because the stars are in alignment at a very special time and place, very much like they were at times perhaps when they built these amazing pyramids or when other amazing things happen in the universe. And so this alignment, what it brings is fortune and happiness. And the age of Aquarius is really about this energy of coming together community back in the 70s and 60s when it was like oh the age of Aquarius I remember there was this movie that I saw that they were singing about the age of Aquarius when we're all supposed to be enlightened and if you really think about it we've learned so much I'm sure many of us 2020 taught us a whole bunch about ourselves that we had no idea I know I feel enlightened in a whole bunch of ways but I also suffered tremendous loss and because of that loss it also is enlightening because it changed something it changed something you know so it changed my mind it changed my attitude my perspective the loss and the the gains you know it's it's been a huge lesson and when you learn something that changes you forever that's what enlightenment is. The thing is, we can't stay there. We're not trained there. We get caught up in our minds and stuff in the material world. And so the age of Aquarius is about us coming back to ourselves, like this new moon, this new moon in Capricorn exactly is teaching us because it start, it's Capricorn is at the beginning of the year. So it's taking us start with your head. Many people might be feeling pressure in their head. They might be feeling lethargic. They might be going through all kinds of different things, which is why it's so important that we be mindful. What are the thoughts we're having? What are the things what we're saying? Aquarius is energy waves. We must see ourselves as energy waves instead of just these beings trying to constantly adorn ourselves and put stuff on us and, you know, all these different things. It's not about that. You know, I see a whole nother subject, but you know, you know, like we need to, like <laughs> spirit, it. spirit actually told me last year because, you know, I used to make sure I had my earrings and my jewelry on, and I'm not saying not to wear those things or not to, um, participate, but we've gone to the, to the extreme of the way we look, you know, that we judge ourselves and each other, then it turns into poison to ourselves and then each other. And so our energy is all out of whack, the food we're eating, all these different things, you know. So the age of Aquarius is about enlightening ourselves. And because we're so disconnected from ourselves, yet so connected to technology, mm -hmm. which is also energy, mm -hmm. you know, we are um, learning something new at, at an alarming rate because we're not doing our best you know we're just yeah we're just we're not doing our best it's amazing how social media can be it's like this it's literally like I don't know what you would call this I know there's a word for it but it's like the 
best of the best for society and it's also the worst of the worst for society right now so and like to the point of like we're going to the extreme um i feel like there maybe it's like banned on social media but there's not a lot of talk about the body dysmorphia that a lot of us face with using filters like I know for me personally not until I started seeing the conversation I was like oh my god I really don't post pictures now that don't have some type of filter on them or if I don't have makeup on and it kind of it's not necessarily that I don't think that people should do those things but you do have to really sit with yourself and say okay well why am I doing these things or why would I do these things or am I okay with what underneath these things like you got to check in with yourself because social media like you said it's energy and you we put parts of ourselves into it so it becomes a part of our reality in a way um yes it's very crazy (laughs) but um also to your point about the age of Aquarius like just being this time of tremendous change and like in understanding who you are as a person I was telling Tanya before this, I just had a very huge opportunity fall through and old me would have been devastated by something like that. But I, I kind of saw it as a sign of just the way my mind like fundamentally is thinking about this is completely different than it would have been nine months ago. And I think I can, I guess I want to ask, but I know for at least myself, I feel like these last nine months have been uh, like not even just what's going on in the world, but personally like fast, tremendous, like keep up, you know, you have to keep up with what's going on in your life. And I just want to know if that, does that have something to do with what's going on in the stars? Oh gosh. Yes, 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 yes. You know, our ancestors have awakened us. And this is why we are, and this is why also I'm sharing the pyramids. Our ancestors have awakened us because it is our time to truly step into our power. We again have been so disconnected from ourselves and our truth. And so the planets are aligning. So we get that energy synergy that says align, align, stop pushing, resisting, yourself align. And so it's creating experiences where we're being given the choice, where we're being really given the choice. Is this what you want? Or is this what you're used to? Is this truly the choices we are being, being really put? And this is why shadow work is so important in our child healing work. I mean, five years ago, I've been in this game now for over a decade, you know, and when I started, this kind of work was considered, you know, you know, oh, that's weird. And now over the course of the last five, six years, now everybody can talk, oh, you get your cards done. Oh, energy. Oh, crystals. But five, six, you know, seven years ago, oh, you're into that stuff. You're weird. Now everybody's Especially as a black woman, I'm sure. Oh my, you don't even know. You don't even know. So actually you do. So I, you know, we, I, the, the article that that I wrote, but you know, so this is why as black and brown people, we are coming into our power. All this stuff had to be exposed on the outside. We had to shake up the world and the world had to shake us up to see the truth. And now our ancestors are saying, now that you awake, don't go back to sleep. Some of us are already back asleep because we're so conditioned. We don't even realize, you know? 
and the colonized mind. You just made me think the the colonizers are, that's what they want. They want us to fall back asleep. That's what it is. Yeah, the sleep. And that, yeah, no, 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 no. This is why they're upset because we're not falling back asleep. We're rising up and they don't know what to do with that. They don't know what to do with that sense of our rise because they've been, they've been conditioning us for the, from the centuries that we are the minority and they are the majority. And so now that the tables have turned, that we become equal, they don't know how to actually handle that because they've always had their superiority complex, their white privilege, you know, and so they don't know how to deal with that. Okay. So speaking of that, um, I read your article Dear Woo Woo World, I'm not, correct me if I'm on the title, but I had never heard the term woo woo before, but I knew exactly, as soon as I read it, I knew exactly what you meant, like the exact definition in my, I, I understood it in the context that it was said. Um, and so for anyone else who had never heard that term, um, I just kind of wanted uh, one, Tanya, for you to expand on the, the, t- the term and also your article Um, because I saw parallels and not just your industry, not your industry, but in the spiritual world and in other industries, just throughout society, just throughout society, period. Um, But yeah. Absolutely. And you know, when I wrote it, my daughter actually said, she's the first thing she said, she's like, this is just like the cannabis. And I said, absolutely. I mean, the parallels are right there. And so woo woo is you know, this whitewashed version of spirituality where with the crystals and the herbs and everybody's now a shaman and a priestess and, you know, a a Reiki master and all of this, you know, every single one of these things come from African spirituality. Look at these pyramids. They still haven't figured out how, how to make it work. You know, they still haven't figured it out. And how can you say that somebody besides these people invented the things that we, who studied the stars? The Egyptians who have this secret language, the Egyptians who learned, you know, taught you about embalming and sacred rites and rituals, the Egyptians who taught you about goddesses and gods, the Egyptians. And before it was the Egyptians, it was actually the ancient Kemet's. And so they changed it to Egyptians so they could start bringing in more of the Arab and Persian and to get us away from our true blackness and turn it into, you know, this new version of Egypt. But the Kemet, they studied the moon, the stars. They are the ones who the Mayans talked about, you know, the star seeds. They were the um, Anaki, you know, these ancient civilizations and the stars. And so they didn't want us to know that we had that kind of power. What would happen if we knew we had that kind of power? What yeah. could happen? Who would we be? When just a, um, an analogy for that, um, my family, we recently found out, it was like three or four years ago, but it's still, every time I tell the story, it feels new. Um, but my great, great, great grandfather Um, He fought in the Civil War in a battle in Franklin, Tennessee, which is like still one of the most racist places in America. But um, he was a part of a troop that fought against the Confederate. 
And so a woman is doing like a documentary on his troop. If I'm, I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, but like his group of people that fought and they won this battle and his name is James Moore. And he's just this fascinating figure that this woman is trying to build this story around. And it's like, oh, wow, that's my, that's where I come from. And to sweeten the deal even more, um, the battle at which they fought, there's a school in Franklin Battleground Academy and both of my cousins I almost said nephews because they're so much younger than me but they played football there like star players like in this still racist place but like these two brown boys shining like and their great 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 grandfather literally fought for that however many almost a centuries ago you know and that just knowing that that's what I come from gave me a little bit more power to honestly it does um so to your point like if we all knew where we came from in that sense it's like oh like I'll go as far as saying um and I think this could be controversial but I I don't mean it to be um Sorry, hold on. Okay. Can you still hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Sorry. Um, cancel. Okay. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Technical difficulties be doing that to you, but oh, it's okay. No, I I have friends um, within the diaspora, and I can. See say I feel like my friends from places that are heavily more heavily populated with melanated people or that that have a richer culture they have a different sense of pride and self um, than at least black Americans do or at least in my experience Um, and that in itself is something to to take heed to and learn from and become empowered with like find out who your people were like it's, it's a very empowering experience. I agree. Oh, I'm so glad you said that, sister. So many things in there. And so this is why I wrote the, the letter, the open letter to the woo-woo world, because woo-woo is really a play on hoodoo and voodoo, which have been ostracized and demonized for us for all of our life since we were taken from the continent and brought over. And what it really was is our natural magic and medicine, which now the woo-woo world is profiting off of priestess. I'm a shaman this, I'm a this, I'm a that. They're profiting off of all of our medicines and things. And still our, you know, African spirituality, you know, whether that be the Orishas, you know, Ifa or Yoruba, however we decide to whatever road we go down, whatever path, is still seen as, ooh, this dark magic. In the article, I talked about, look at how they portrayed Marie Laveau always, you know, some baby snatching, you know, kind of in the ghetto woman who is so dark magic, even though, oh, she might have a heart of gold, but she really is a killer. The same thing they did with the Oracle in the Matrix. She was the most powerful woman in the Matrix. They couldn't wait to get the answers from her yet she was sitting there smoking cigarettes. You know, they didn't let her be an angel. Mm -hmm. You know, she had to also be smoking cigarettes, you know, and then even um, the the stories, I mean, there's just so many stories of where they've taken. Miss Cleo, 
you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. they stole the psychic hotline industry from her billion dollars and she died penniless. You wow. know, these are the type of things that I'll be talking about in my upcoming book, Diary of a Black Psychic, because these are black women who are psychics who are seen as dark magic and dark witches and evil. And yet Doreen Virtue, who was a Hay House author, made billions of millions of dollars off of angel cards and tarot. And then overnight decided she was uh, Jesus. She got reborn and then denounced angel cards and tarot and said it was devil. And I was like, is she giving the money back? You've been certifying people in fairy medicine and all this. Yeah. And now because you had a church revival, now it's evil. And, but you just made millions. You sitting up on a house in Hawaii off of all this tarot and now it's evil. Oh, wow. You know, and I was like, okay, so that's a classic case scenario right there, like right there, right there. And so this stuff is, this is the woo woo. They don't take it seriously. They can turn it off and on for us. It is a lifestyle for us. It is the truth. And what you also said about, you know, living here in Mexico, sister, I have, I know more about myself now than I ever knew in ever in my life. And you know why? Because I'm around brown people. Mm -hmm. For the first time in my life, I feel like I can relax and truly come into myself. And I do have ancestors from Mexico. My great-grandfather actually crossed the Rio Grande, met my great-grandmother. My great-grandparents lived here with my grandmother for seven years, and then they migrated wow. to Chicago. And so I do have ancestry here. And, um, and, but I, I didn't come alive. I did not come alive until I connected to being in a place where I felt welcome and comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I know my husband's sense of pride that he has, you know, I'm Mexican, hundred percent Mexican from Mexico. I've never <laughs> lived anywhere else, but Mexico gives him <laughs> that solid, like, this is my land. These are my people. And, and now here I am. I'm an immigrant. Yeah. yeah. And I'm now I'm an immigrant, but it but you have roots me there, feel good, but powerful. it still makes me feel good. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So there was something that you said. Um, and it reminded me of a story that has now it's now fleeting. It's okay. It's but, okay. It's okay. You no, know, I, I like that. I, I think it for any industry, you can take a microscope and what your book is about. You can take it and you can do that. And it's always interesting because you think like you don't even it's so in your face. You don't even see that they're essential. They're taking your culture and selling it back to you. And that's very woo woo. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what it is. Um <laughs> I, yeah, that it never ceases to amaze me how you, again, can just go into any industry and that's what it is. And like with this whole, again, like your daughter said, with the cannabis industry, and that's why this story interests me too, because when I was reading, I loved, and for those of you who don't know who Marie Laveau is, that was a character on um, American Horror Story coven I think it was like season three yes. and I loved that season it was still my me favorite too that season. was I've watched it so many times because I just love seeing 
that energy and seeing, mm-hmm. you know, how, how, what, our, how powerful our, our work is, yes. you know, Marie Laveau, I mean, do you know, well, before all of this crazy stuff started happening, her, the grave, the Lafayette um, cemetery is still one of the most visited places in the United States because of her, her legend is extraordinary extraordinary and that's exactly what she wanted and that's exactly why I'm talking about her and her magic even in my book because mm-hmm. I want it to continue and this is how we leave on. yes this is how we continue our lines our ancestries our legacies mm-hmm. you know we don't have the whole you know after watching now Bridgerton and seeing how everybody mm-hmm. it was all about lineage and family line yeah. We don't yeah. have that. So yeah. we have to start with what we, we have to use what we have. For me, that's tarot. For me, that's supporting other women and being empowered. That's creating generational wealth by working with my daughter. We have a mother-daughter business, you know, supporting, you know, other black and brown businesses. That is the most important. And this is why doing things like this coming together and how we didn't talk about that, how the cannabis, again, how is that now a million dollar industry, billion dollar industry? And we have brothers and sisters still sitting in prison. It's the same thing, you know, they take, and then, you know, and and even crystals, you know, crystals are a huge business. Where the original crystals come from? Where do diamonds come from? Mm You know, and where is our cut? Where is Africa? Africa is still there telling us is one of the poorest countries in the world. How is that possible? Where diamonds Everybody's come there. from the ground. And diamonds everybody's over there. Come, come out of the ground. And it's a poor country. Yeah. And it's literally the same. I mean, and I, I, you start to see once you really become involved in these industries that it's as simple as sometimes it's as simple as them just not seeing them just not them being apprehensive about even and it's like you we're all people do you not see me also (laughs) as a person you know and it's just it could all be so it's so simple but yet it's so simple it's so complicated in a way um and I think that's crazy but um Another thing I wanted to touch on, I don't know if we, I don't want to talk too much. I could go on and on with you. If you guys have questions, um, you can put them in the Q&A because I I could just keep talking. So if anyone has anything specific about, um, you know, the stars, what woo-woo means, um, examples of woo-woo, what's, you know, any questions that you have for Tanya specifically, you can drop them in the box. Um, But my last thing that I wanted to touch on um, was I know on your page a lot, I see a lot about intuition and being intuitive and kind of the big message is just learning yourself. That's what you teach people essentially is to love themselves, learn themselves, not love themselves, but learn themselves. And a lot of us don't take that time to really learn ourselves and be intuitive. So I wanted to ask, um, what are ways that people, one, when does your book come out? Two, what are ways that people can um, exercise being more intuitive, especially with all this stuff going on in the world? Just how can, what are a few ways that in what's going on currently that we can get to know ourselves and be intuitive in, in that? 
Okay. Well, first things first, the book is being written right now. So stay tuned. I'm so excited um, and so grateful for that. And it really is transforming into the book of my dreams. And so it sounds um, amazing. It's on, it sounds very interesting. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's different, you know, it's different. I, I mean, like I said, I remember when Long Island Medium was on TV and I never watched it, but what people would compare me, oh, like you're like Long Island Medium. And I'm like, no, <laughs> yes, but no. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so that yeah. was popular for her to walk around with, you know, and things like that. And so, you know, really our intuition is our ancestral superpower. We look at animals. You know, I was sharing about with my cat. Mm -hmm. So animals are instinctive and they use their instincts to what? Survive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've been conditioned to be disconnected from our bodies, to drink, to smoke, to Mm -hmm. dance, to want to juke on Saturday nights, Mm -hmm. to go to church on Sunday and try to forgive and go back to work for the man on Monday through Friday. So he can pay us our, you know, our little bit of wage. And we have disconnected from ourselves. But if we allow ourselves to tap back in, which is why they don't want us to connect to African spirituality practices Mm -hmm. and things like that, Mm -hmm. is because then we harness our power because our African spiritual practices are powerful. So powerful that they now all the secrets are hidden in the Vatican City and -hmm. they don't want any of us to know. But again, if we see all the things that they have in the London Museum, we will absolutely know that how they get there. Right. Yeah. But, um, so another story, but, um, our, our magic, our, our natural energy is, I mean, look at our hair, mm-hmm. look at our hair, the strength of our hair, our ancestors speak to us through our, through our, through our hair. Remember that the Christian story they told us about Samson and Delilah, right? It was through his hair. And so that's the first thing, you know, self-love is learning yourself. You know, I, the first act of self-love that I really got into for myself was accepting my hair. Mm -hmm. I've been natural now for over 20 years. And so learning to, that was my act of rebellion as a school librarian was to have an Afro. Mm -hmm. So in a white school district. And so (laughs) for sure, that was my only thing that I knew I could get away with. That was like my act of, you know, power to the people. And so um, yeah, know your hair, know your heritage. I'm telling you through your hair, you will learn so much. You will learn yourself. You will learn your culture. You will learn your, to love yourself because I'm telling you, especially for us black women, we have been told that our hair is a problem. I have been told that my hair is crazy. I remember people, Oh, you got crazy hair. (laughs) how is my hair crazy because it's afro you know and so (laughs) exactly and so your hair learning yourself um decide what you want to eat and consume Mm -hmm. you know we Mm -hmm. do not pay enough attention to our spiritual wealth our spiritual wealth is our health our wellness our well-being you know we are seeing a rise in our black and brown communities of suicide because of the mental stress, the, I read about the, that. the illness, um, financial 
access, even my family, my um, oldest brother committed suicide in September last year. And we were dumbfounded. I mean, I'm, it's still even hard for me wow. to do. But again, the level of suffering, I had no idea. And more and more of us are, you know, and it's the level of mental suffering that we have all undertaken, which is why enlightenment is so important. What enlightenment is, is forgiveness, is doing the healing work, is connecting to our ancestors, is getting back to our roots, is allowing ourselves to remember and discover who we are. Mm -hmm. Our intuition comes through when we're listening, when we're still. It can't come around when we're busy bodying and yeah. gossiping and trying to buy this and be like this. And working nine to five, coming working home, home, cooking, watching the news. Yeah. yeah, when you're watching TV, zoned out and numbed yeah. out on the weekends, drinking. No, how is your intuition supposed to come through that? We have to be diligent. You know, our ancestors, we see what they did as sacred. Why? Because we can't figure it out. It's sacred because mm -hmm. it was consistent because they, they decided this knowledge is more important than that distraction, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And we are so easily distracted. Money has made us distracted, but money has nothing to do with happiness. Our wisdom, our truth, our legacy has nothing to do with money and truth. Our legacy has everything to do with who we, who, what we leave when we leave. Wow, that was very powerful and I am so sorry for your loss I I do I think it is especially it's not talked enough about how it's extra crazy right now for black and brown people mm -hmm. um I you know I as with everything I can't help but think if the roles were reversed you know there would just be this outcry and national cause for healing and I mean there are now but it's just it's not the it's um it's different and I, I think that in of itself you have to be in tune with yourself and like you said call on um know who you are man know where you come from and there is power all of that our ancestors we are our ancestors you know we literally have their dna so to, according to science you know they're literally with us so however you want to look at it you know um but i think that goes what you said goes right into our first question um how can we connect with our ancestors if we don't know our lineage honor what you know honor who you know I don't know my lineage either. However, I started studying Ifa philosophy. I started studying the Orishas. I started studying and learning through Ancestral Voices, African Spirituality Home Study Course. You know what I'm saying? Learn. You don't, we, this is again, one of the biggest problems that we have is that we're so concerned about our lineage. It's in our hair. You know, spirit told me, do you see the kink of your hair? That's how deep in Africa you are. So, step mm. up, you know, you don't need to, don't worry okay, about it. Make me feel you know better about saying? my shrinkage. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Spirit <laughs> said, look at the kink of your hair. That is how deep your root is, how much deeper you want to go. And I was like, I guess you're right. Because my hair is kinky and thick. <laughs> and it was like, okay, so there you go. 
You know what I'm saying? And so, and I actually don't believe in doing those DNA tests because we don't know actually what they do with that DNA. Mm-hmm. I have and mixed so, feelings about it, but yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just, I listened to the ancestors. So I started just doing you know, learning, you know, I listened to professor James small. I listened to, um, uh, what they call him the Babalu of Harlem. I mean, these are some mm-hmm. of the teachers that I'm listening to because of what I don't know. So how you learn, I'm learning about the moon, learning about cycles, learning energy medicine, learning everything I can about what I can. So I can then pass that on to my daughter so she can then pass it on so I can write about it in books, you know, put it in libraries, teach it in classes, whatever I need to do. But I need to learn about where I come from because that's a part of what I'm supposed to do. That's a part of us coming back to ourselves. This is what the wake up is. Mm-hmm. This is what the wake up is. If we're, It's because we were asleep. We went to sleep. Now we're waking up. Your generation are, yeah. are, are the ones that have really been the wake up with the veganism, less children, you know, saying no to this, yes to that. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole... Um, trans, uh, gay, whole, that whole, everything has changed in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. And my life, I mean, I mean, it's still, it still has its journey, but my lifetime and, and even in some countries around the world, yeah. it is still not, not, you know, the thing, but look how far your generation has already brought it. Do you see what I'm saying? Cause we're moving back into that. We are a holistic humanity we're not you're this I'm that you're over there I'm over here you know and I would like for it to be noted though that that it is because that is within us in this whole big scheme of things you know it without our ancestors without everything that happened without the blood and the sweat and all the tears we wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to period um Yes. And I think I like what you said about the hair because my self-love through my hair was unintentional. I have like, I do have, I would say I have like four CB hair, um, but I would get relaxers, but my hair is fine. So it, it's, it eventually started thinning my hair out and I was like, okay, well, that's just, it's just not an option to get relaxers anymore. So I started my natural journey and it's almost kind of like it was like having a child for a moment because it was like a fight, you know, was I had to get to know my hair. I had to get to know my hair. And that's with everything. Like I'm starting to get these little breakouts. Like I have to get to know my face as I also transition. I'm about to turn 30 this year. Like as I transition, I have to get to know my body again, different parts of my body. Um, like you said, through diet, when I started, I don't I stopped really eating meat because I don't personally like to prepare meat. it's not so much about any of that other stuff I just personally it grosses me out so I and then when you don't eat it for a while you kind of just don't you become accustomed to not eating it so that's how I started my plant-based I don't claim veganism but my plant-based diet but even with that like I'm under an immense like a lot of stress in addition to just being black in America right now, but I feel like I would feel a lot heavier if I didn't 
do yoga every morning, if I didn't um, pay attention to my diet, if I didn't pay attention to my body, my hair, you know, all those things do play a role, like you said. Um, and I think, again, it takes someone saying it out loud and just having these conversations for you to realize that you are, it's, a, it's about our daily habits, I think. You know, you are already doing all these things, but I think it's doing it intentionally um, and just really uh, getting to know yourself, man. It, the journey is getting to know yourself. And you even said that in the, in our last article, you know, the journey is getting to know yourself. And it's the most important and, and life-changing thing for a woman of color, because many of us have just had to work and struggle. So we really don't know ourselves, especially many of us have had sexual trauma and, you know, abuse. And so we're disconnected from ourselves sexually, where our power comes from. Many of us have been emotionally abused. And so can you hear me? Yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. And, no, it's okay. And so, you know, there is these inner wounds. And so we've got to know ourselves so we can heal ourselves. And when we heal ourselves, then we can heal our children and then our, mm -hmm. our mates and then our communities. But we, we're so afraid to look at our darkness instead of, you know, saying, oops, I made a mistake. I'm not the same person anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we are young for a reason so we can learn and mature. You know, I mean, I'm about to turn 50 this year. And so oh, look at us I, with our big years. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know my daughter just turned 30 on Friday. I was like, how, the hell do, I have a, how do I have a 30 year old? And so <laughs> this is the same thing. It's just like, you know, we have to know ourselves. But as black and brown women, this is the one thing that we definitely do not mm -hmm. know. Remember, we've been told that we are product, that we are you know, a man's property. And so many of us are only conditioned to want to be a man's property. Yeah. You know, we fight over, taught to fight over men and do all these kind of crazy things. Yeah. And so, <laughs> right. And so, and, and, you know, we're taught what to eat, how to think, how to sleep, what to wear, all what kinds our body of should look like. And yet all of that, none of that tells us about ourselves. Mm -hmm. None of it. None of it. And so this self-discovery, this self-love is the key to opening and accessing your intuition. It's not going to come through a confused, hating, hurtful mind or body or spirit. It, it, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. So all the rituals, spells, crystals, candles, tarot card readings, channel. you got to clear it. You know, it you, you cannot, you cannot be hateful and spiteful and hating and not forgiving people and say oh yeah spirit speaks to me all day I, I find that hard. yeah on that note um and you had kind of touched on it earlier about the woman who had made all this money from woo woo and yes. then said it was the devil and turned her back probably left people and two, what I even think about is not even the the people the people that were probably tormented after that, you know, that are like, oh my God, now I'm the devil. Like, you don't know what kind of impact that had on people. And I will, I just wanted to share this story with you. Um, I had a friend or a girl from high school. We were, I think those friends, those relationships that you still have from those times are still kind of special as you get older. Cause it started off as like, hey girl, but we just kept in touch. And so I was like, hey girl, but anyhow, um, she was exploring her spirituality and I pull cards for myself just as like a, I know that I am an, an intuitive person and all these things, but I don't 
that is not my claim. That is, I know that that is not what I was put here to do. Um, and so I've done it for family before, but you know, nothing, whatever, but she was exploring her spirituality. And she said that she'd wanted to get a reading done. And I explained to her, you know, it's, not for everyone. Like it's not something where you go and search of, you know, you really have to have clear intention and not necessarily treat it like whatever, but you have to be open. It's a, it's a frame of mind. Like you can't go looking for exact messages, you know, um, you have to be intentional with it. But anyhow, I told her that, you know, if she wanted to do like a practice with me, this is how it would be, we could do it. And I wanted to make sure that the energy was clear, that I was able to that I was clear enough to be able to feel her and just all these things um, that I hear, you know, my friends who are healers talk through and whatever. But at the end of the day, it was, um, I felt like, because it's not something that I always do, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily skeptical that I would be able to, but what I, what I walked away from that experience, that was the first and last time I have done it. But what I felt like was that I was invading her space, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, which is again, like, I, like you said earlier, everyone's not, you have to be careful about who you entrust with these sorts of things with your spirituality, because there is this woo woo stuff going on, because we've fallen into the trap of the woo woo, you know what I'm saying? They yes. sold it back to us. And so sometimes our people don't even know exactly what it is that they're saying. But um, I'm here to tell you that Tanya Gonzalez is <laughs> certified and to be trusted. She's one of those people, like I said, from our initial encounter, I, th encounter, I think the thing that stuck with me most was the way that you made me feel. Um, I, yeah, you. I don't think it was the way that you made me feel. I, I, and everyone doesn't always have that. Um, um, but moving on, I want to get to people's questions. Uh, my aunt said, great conversation, ladies. So many truths. Thank you. Um, thank you. I told y'all she's the truth. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then, okay, so we have another question. And she asked, how do you know or allow yourself to feel the presence of the deceased? Of your you ancestors, I'm assuming that's what. Okay. Or a passed on loved one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How you feel them really is, again, through your body, through our senses. Think about animals. They say it's, dogs can smell fear, right? If dogs can mm -hmm. smell fear, imagine how powerful we are. So we can sense energies just like, you know, if you feel, you can feel some people say, I can feel somebody looking at me, mm -hmm. right? I can feel mm -hmm. somebody looking at me we have to know our bodies, we have to know our sensations. And so how you do that breath work, meditation, yoga, it is truly this spiritual practice that allows you to connect to a past on loved one, you can't just sit there and say, Grandma, talk to me. Yeah, you know, because if you don't, you know, you have to be a channel, a conduit. And so, yes, our ancestors can speak to us through songs, through messages, through mm -hmm, mm -hmm. smells and things. But again, if you're not paying attention because you're tuned out and distracted by A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and H, and I, J, how are you going to see the message? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't see, again, a clear channel is a clear channel, mm -hmm. period, period. 
This is why we cannot drink dairy. You know, we can't got to cut out the dairy, cannot drink alcohol. It lowers our, it lowers everything. I know I was, my form of torture, self betrayal was alcohol because I knew how powerful I was. And so Mm -hmm. again, that mindset that I was unworthy of this gift, Mm. like many people, when you don't know what to do with what you have, you try to destroy it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had to turn that around because alcohol is poison. It is poison, you know, just like cigarettes, but they have conditioned us to make us believe that it is good for us. Yes. You know, cannabis, on the other hand, is a sacred herb that comes from a seed. All seeds come from the creator. Where were seeds originally come from? Who was the first person that made a seed? Nobody. Spirit. They were already here. You know what I'm saying? Uh So Uh a seed didn't come from a man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so as did pardon me, as did we, we came from a seed, divine mother earth. And so this is why as women coming into this age of Aquarius, coming into our, our true self is so healing because you can see out there in the world that women are changing things and it is healed women. It is healed women who will change the world. See, some women are changing things. Healed women will change the world. That is a word. I like that. <laughs> Putting that in quotation marks because that is yeah. true. That's very yes. true. Um, she said a clear channel is a clear channel. Thank you for your comments. Yes, I Thank agree. It, it really does all go back to having that clear channel. And you don't realize until you start even like one little thing a day, um, one drop one little thing or change one little thing a day and you'll start to notice things and sometimes I realize that I don't realize until in hindsight that my channels were blocked or I wasn't in tune with myself because of the way I was eating or because I was getting up and getting on social media every morning instead of journaling or you know what I'm saying so absolutely struggle with that now um I it's almost like I refuse to remember my dream because usually I'll wake up and look and see what time it is and check my emails and get on social media and I'll go a few times without doing it and then I fall back into the habit. Um, so I have to get better because I have some, I feel like I get things in my dreams. I've had some pretty- Absolutely. Before. <laughs> Especially with vibes like today with the new moon. New moons yes. bring the vibes of new ideas, new beginnings. And so where are those seeds planted, but in your subconscious mind, in your dream state, when you're not thinking, Mm -hmm. this is why we are always so fascinated with why dreams, you know, what does it mean? What does it mean? Because we know it has depth. Mm -hmm. We're only operating most of our time in our, in our conscious mind. Our conscious mind is crazy. (laughs) <laughs> it's constantly distracted. It's yeah. <laughs> bombarded with information. It's up, it's down, it's in, it's out. It, it likes people. It doesn't like people, yeah. you know, it's all these things. But our subconscious mind, who we truly are, that's where the seeds get planted. That's why those dreams mean so much. So yeah, check in tonight. You know, what are your dreams saying? What are your dreams saying for sure? I have a clear channel for mm-hmm. sure tonight. Yeah. And I've been eating well. I did have a cup of coffee today, but coffee is my, I say one of my ancestors insists on drinking a cup every morning because mm-hmm. I don't understand why it's so hard to quit. Like I know caffeine is addictive, but I'm literally like, Ugh, 
okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay but I was I did it all week but I had a cup today um yeah good good everything is good in moderation except alcohol things that we know destroy us that are not good for us what she said (laughs) someone asked if you do readings Yes, I do, actually. Um, I only do them a few times a year now because I do teach. Um, I have a, a year-long membership called the Empowered Tarotista, and I teach classes and all kinds of things like that. So I do do readings, like I said, maybe two or three times a year. So please join my community so you can find out when I do do those because, again, they are very rare at this time. I just had a huge cycle of them, of course, for the new year, so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you put um, where people can find that information in the chat? Absolutely. Um, so everybody has it, or at least so she has sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. You can find me on Instagram. I'll put my IG there. So you can find me there. And then also my... Let's see, there's my IG. And then where can I send you for? Here we go, tarolifecoach.com. Hold on, it's wanting to edit it. There you go. Hopefully that works. There you go. Yay. So, yes, you guys have that content there. And um, unlike myself, I'm so bad about staying consistent and on top of content and the algorithm punishes me for it for sure. But <laughs> Tanya is on top of it, y'all. She's got content every day, multiple times a day, like, and it's all quality content. Um, and it, again, because of woo woo, it's kind of hard to find your sources of information for spirituality. Um, and, and again, you know, we kind of talk a lot about social media being this terrible thing, but again, on the other end, it's a good thing. And you can kind of cheat the algorithm, but you have to be, um, intentional. And I try and try to follow a lot of people in the cannabis industry consciously of course and then I try and follow people a part of the spiritual world that I feel aren't aren't woo woo um and Tanya is one of those people so yes um I don't believe we have any more questions are there any more questions you guys speak now or forever hold your peace I don't know if we're going to be able to get Tanya back on the show. Of course you can. I love, especially like around (laughs) Halloween time, you know, solstice time. So yeah, anytime. Yeah, please. I love, I love to. For for sure. For sure. I'll keep it in mind for sure. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you. All right. Well, you guys, if no one has any questions, Tanya, do you have anything else you want the people to know? They have your information if they need you, but yes, yes, yes. Parting words. Um, know thyself beloveds, please know yourself, not what you like, how your hair looks, know yourself, know, you know, if you can't find your lineage that, I mean, it doesn't have to define you start with you start with you learn what you don't know and be open to it all you never know where it's going to take you and support black be in your own black parade (laughs) start your own black parade that part Mm -hmm. your own book of black businesses so you have one to support 
Yes, absolutely. Um, or a some, so you have some to support a, in every category of your life. <laughs> a, absolutely, from skin, hair to everything, shoes, all of it, all of it, all of it. Tarot readers, a okay. Absolutely. Your tarot life coaches. <laughs> right, your psychic mediums, your spiritual life all coach, that. all of it. Yes, yes, it. we need to support each other in every single way, every single way. And get healthy. Please get healthy. Get off the garbage. Stop eating the food they've given you. Please, please, please. I'm and McDonald's you. has not pulled their money out of the Senate, the people that they were supporting, all of that. They still supporting that mess. So definitely don't be eating McDonald's, especially. <laughs> I'm t you know what? Living here, I mean, my husband, it's the funniest thing. He's like, you know, I only think I ever had McDonald's once in my life. I'm like, because oh, there is no McDonald's. There is, I think there's one McDonald's here and it's tucked in. So it's not even something I think about. I don't even. It's probably in like a tourist location or something. It, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there's not a lot of fad food here because the, the average person here, it's somebody's grandmother cooking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's God, not a that. fast food. It's not, there's not a lot of fast food here. So I appreciate that. I so appreciate that. But yes, this is the first thing. Get healthy, move your body, get off the medicine they, they trying to give you, get, grow your food, be plant-based, get off the milk, get off the medicine, get off the alcohol, come back to your roots, come back to your roots, come back to your roots, wake up. We have to wake up. Watch Black Panther, watch it, watch it again and watch it again and again. <laughs> well, you guys, we are going to end tonight on that note. Wake it on up, wake up. Yes, yes, um, we have on to. On Thursday, we're having a day off, but on Thursday, we'll be back with Shabbat Diaz Muhammad. Um, and we'll drop that in the chat also. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call this thing a night. Tanya, once again, thank you so much for your thank presence. Thank you. Thank you, sister. And, and so, so many blessings for you in the, in, the, in the new year. You as well. Good night. Thank you. Good night.